This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number eight of eight. What Did You Watch This Week? Episode um, eight. Uh, Has it been that I'm long? Your co host, Mike. Here with me, as always, is John. That's me. Yeah, and, and guess what? This week, we're going to bring to you, like the last eight episodes, seven episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Off to a good or, start already. <laughs> I know, that's right. It's how it's going to be. We're going to talk about what we watched this week. Uh, so, John. Yes, the Mike. burning question on everyone's mind. Yes. What did you watch this week? Way, way, way too much. I know I always make that pitch, but I think it's justified because every week I end up uh, talking a bit more than or, or having a few more shows under my belt than you do, I think. And that's okay. Yeah. 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 Um, but I, uh, I, also, I also watch a lot of wrestling. For my uh, wrestling podcast, Off the Ropes. So between wrestling yeah. consumption and my television movie consumption, I just watch entirely too much TV. <laughs> well, uh, I, I say we jump right in here with, um, since it was Sunday night last time we talked, uh, Game of Thrones came back. Did you watch Game yeah, of Thrones? We did watch Game of Thrones. And um, my wife and I had the same reaction we have Every episode, when it's over, we go. Well, that's it's over. It's, it's like it's it's a disappointment every week. When it's like ah, oh, it's already over. Like it was. Just, ugh. It's like you're just settling in. It's just really good catching its pace, and it's like ah. Oh. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what I didn't think it was a. Uh, I didn't think it was an overly spectacular episode. I mean, it was exciting that just because it was back. But it yep. really was um, story building episode leading and, up to happening. And compared to all the rest of the episodes that they always do on this show, this one actually took the time to give a little bit of the screen to everybody that we left behind. Um, I saw a really funny tweet that basically said um, this most recent last uh, previously on Game of Thrones was pretty much an episode all in and of itself. Yes. Yeah. But well, actually, I thought it was funny because we didn't see Bran. Uh, who was not at, in any episode last season. So I actually thought he would start out the season because um, last time we saw him was season four. Are we up at five now or six? Uh, we're on season six now. Okay, so the last time we saw him was episode, was in season four. Mm-hmm. Finally made it to the, the tree there and whatnot. Yep. Um, so I thought for sure he would be the one you know starting this out or at least finishing the episode. Just because we haven't seen him in so long. And then we also, we didn't get to see Sam. Right. I wasn't convinced that we'd see uh, Bran just because I think where he's been gone for a whole season, if they're going to bring him back, they're going to have to devote a lot of screen time to him. Yeah. Uh, most people have probably forgotten about him. Uh, most of them didn't care. That's why they cut him out of the last season. Nobody cared about him. They thought he was the most boring part in the books. They thought he was the most boring part in the show. So, uh I would say that they'd have to really make him come back with a bang and a flourish. Well, I guess we'll see. Next episode two's on tonight as we're recording this. Yeah, yeah. So it, uh, it was an enjoyable episode. Yeah. I, I thought that some of the characters that I saw in there were, you know, yay, we get to see more of them. I really liked the whole uh, Sansa and Reek 
running through the woods, running through the water. Yeah, I like that they didn't get recaptured. Yes, because that was that was big for me. That you know that they actually because I just assumed they would. Right. That yeah, you would. were kind of expecting it. Well, because nothing goes her way <laughs> ever, ever. Yeah, and and I I understand that, but part of me remembers what an impetuous little snot she was in the first season and how well, she was all yeah, about me. She's, she's definitely suffered for that. Yes. I mean, yes. Like, sincerely, like, there's other characters on the show that have gone through less and killed themselves. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, and and the wife and I have commented several times, like, I'm surprised that she hasn't killed herself yet. Like, they haven't, you know, just because of what they've put her through. Right. But, obviously, she has a strong constitution, I guess, or the character that is. Yeah. And uh, I like the fact that Maisie Williams' character is basically becoming Daredevil. <laughs> yep. Didn't take long for those memes to hit the internet. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. Not at all. I, uh, Speaking of memes real quick in Daredevil, I saw one yesterday that was John Cena uh, from the WWE. You know, he does that gimmick, you can't see me, and waves his hand in front of his face. Yes, I do. Well, it's him standing in front of Daredevil. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, that's terrible. It is, but I still laughed. Uh, don't know if you saw this, but uh, Khaleesi had a really nice speech right in the uh, tent of the the. <clears throat> excuse Call. me. Yeah, yeah. She had yeah, a really nice that. speech there, and uh, yeah. Jason Momoa actually took to Instagram and was saying, "Yeah, that's my girl. Yes. Take it to him." <laughs> <laughs> I like that kind of solidarity, even though he hasn't been on the show since season one. It was right, cool right. to see him represent yeah. like that. It's kind of funny. Yep. No, but, uh, I mean, they took her word for it. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what it comes down to, is they took her word for it, but she does speak the language. And, and then helps. told her, yeah, well, that's great. Now you get to go be with the other widows in this crypt somewhere. Uh, at least she's not going to be raped and made filled with child, apparently. Yeah. That's probably better. Ah, uh, simpler uh, times. Yeah. So is is Jon Snow dead? I mean, like, is it definitive that he's dead? We haven't – they haven't buried him. They haven't burnt him. And last we know, his body's still laying on a table. I mean, could the witch still revive him? I think that she could. I think that the answer to both is yes. I think he is dead, like better than dead. His face is drained of all color. He has right. no more blood in him. Right. You know? So I guess that wasn't – I guess that wasn't the, the – the, the correct wording, I guess. I'm, I, is his character done with? I don't think so. Yeah. I, I don't think so. I've heard all the rumors and all the speculations. You yeah. know, that's fine. But I uh, I don't think that he's actually going to be over with the show. Yeah. I think they'll well, find a way to bring him back, probably through Melisandre. But then the only thing I, I, I not worry about, but I guess worry about is he won't be himself. Correct. And that'll be, and he won't be, so he won't be the Jon Snow that everyone loved. He'll be, if he ends up being the opposite Jon Snow, like the biggest douchebag on the show, Jon <laughs> Snow, people just wish he was dead anyways. That's a pretty long line. Yeah. Uh, I don't see him cutting to the front of that one anytime soon. <laughs> well, they keep offing him, so I mean. Right. <laughs> Uh, what is it, Ramsey Bolton? I think he's still pretty far to the front of that line. Yeah, yeah. He def- every time it seems like they like they kill off Joffrey and they're like, yeah, and then like, oh, but Ramsey's somehow worse. That's right. <laughs> as long as we keep Brienne, I'm all set. 
Yes. She's she's yes. quickly evolving into my second favorite character after uh, yes. Peter Yes, I'm glad Dinklage. she managed to pull herself out of the trash compactor. To yes. <laughs> find her way back here. Yeah, to find her way back to the... Oh, uh, well. So, um, what else we got? Well, uh, I'm, I'm good with, with Game of Thrones. I, I really want to jump in. I think the f- most... I think the favorite thing I watched on TV all week long was Castle. Really? I don't know. I loved that episode. I just thought it was so good. The it one with was... Jonathan Silverman. Yes, Jonathan Silverman is awesome. I it actually was... put that in my notes. Jonathan it was Silverman hilarious. Yeah, actually, my my only notes on Castle is I loved this episode. Jonathan Silverman was marvelous. <laughs> I like when uh, Castle was going nuts trying to come up with names for him. Yes. I wrote down some of them like Safety Man, Captain Cool, uh, yeah. Rogaine Man, Boring Man. <laughs> I like how later on, initially Jonathan Silverman's completely against it, and by the end of the episode he's like throwing out <laughs> suggestions himself. It was exactly. Just, it, was, it was a great episode. <laughs> uh, <sighs> yeah, I like seeing like what was it, three different ways that he was quote unquote killed and yeah. brought back. And now he may actually stick around and be a love interest for Lainey, even though she's leaving the show. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, there's only a couple more episodes anyways. Right, right. I don't Maybe know if... he'll be the catalyst as to why she leaves the show. Right. And I don't know if this was intentional or not, but I jotted it down. The girl that he liked at the lab was named Gwen. And my first thought was Gwen Stacy Spider-Man. Yes. Kind of fit right in there. That's the first thing I thought of as well, because it was a blonde girl at a lab. <laughs> with a superhero motif involved. Yep. And and we also got an awful lot this episode on Locksat and everything going on there. And my first note on that was, does anybody even care anymore? I don't think so. But that'll be the big push for the season finales. Right. Yeah, which actually, I mean, they still haven't renewed it as far as I know. So it could be series finales as far as yeah. I know. Yeah. But I, I think, hasn't it already been filmed? So if it's already been filmed, it's already in the can... And they haven't said if they renew it or not. Is it going to have a satisfying ending? They can always reshoot the ending. Something just did that recently. I think we talked about it. They can do that with shows where they'll reshoot an ending a little bit to make it more closure-friendly. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like Limitless. Like, uh, Kate and I both agree that the Limitless finale ended very, it was very satisfying. Like, yes. It hasn't been renewed for a second season. I'd love to see a second season, but even if we don't get one, the ending of this season was great. It really like, was. Yeah. It was, they summed it up and they rounded it out. It was almost like how, like, when Life had their finale and they were unsure if they were coming back or not, so they kind of left it like, if we come back, great, we'll tell more stories, but if we don't, this is a good ending, too. Right. Right, and they they approached it in that way, not only knowing that, hey, this may be our only season, so let's make sure that we wrap it up nicely, but also they poured on every bit of charm that we've come to love from this. I mean, seeing Brian convince a drug dealer that the reason his business was going down was because his name was Hades, and these millennial kids don't want to buy from a scary guy named Hades, maybe he should change his name to Pumpkin. I was losing my mind. Yes, I loved it, and he just defined, the only thing the guy says, my grandma called me Pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought that was great. And then uh, Mike and Ike at the end. Yes. Like, so we're not going to be bodyguards anymore? No, you're going to be covering actual cases. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, in that case, you got to call me by my real name. It's a good name. It's a strong name. Yeah, it's a real good name. Daryl. Daryl. <laughs> yeah. My name is Daryl. It was awesome. I mean, yeah. obviously, 
I won't go into spoilers because it was, it's worth watching. This is one of the few series that I've hard pushed. I think you would hard push. Oh yeah, I would definitely it, hard push it now. That it I've needs to be that. washed, so I don't want to yeah. ruin it. But we had everything from a volcano lair and supervillain suits. Yep. To the yep. to um, <laughs> what was it? Grover's a Muppet's name, Brian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then but he was again just like in castle he's coming up with his own names he's like super brian brypool the brunisher yeah yes yes that was fantastic yeah the brunisher i like that one yeah and then his bruntouchables group and yep squad yeah, goals <laughs> i like how they brought the the kiss ass back yes that little bit oh i'm so glad you even remembered me <laughs> that was such a great nod to the audience yeah. like hey don't forget this guy yeah um, <clears throat> or the girl, or I'm the girl that knows everything. I, was I know all. A little disappointed, and yeah. and I quickly got over it. But a little disappointed that for the season finale, with as much that was going on around Senator Mora, Bradley Cooper didn't show up in the episode. Yeah, you know, honestly, it was an afterthought for me. Like the shoe, I I didn't even think about that until it was already over, and I was like, yeah, well. Because I mean, they figured out a way. Like the, the only reason why I think he would even come in. Is would have to do with the uh, the booster, right? And they work that out. So good enough. I guess the only reason that it bugged me was because they made it a point to go to his hangar and get you know try to collect him from the private plane he was coming in on. You had all of his guards and secret service men around him and stuff like right. that. You know, it would have been very easy for him to be like, uh, you got the wrong guy. They could have played out the scene the same way and have everybody run away from there, but uh, it, it's fine. It didn't it didn't kill it for me, but it just it was one of those. I'm like, oh come on. Eh, they definitely bothered you more than I. <laughs> <laughs> and I gotta say, one of my favorite parts was uh, when he was talking to Grover about them taking NZT, you know, because NZT was on the streets, right? And He's talking to Grover about it, and he's like, what would you do if you had all that brain power? Grover looks at him and says, two girls at the same time. Office space? Yeah, office space. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, but seriously, people, watch this show. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't hard push it enough myself either. It's a pretty, pretty fantastic show. really is. Uh, the, the main character is very charming and very likable, <laughs> and uh, it's just fun. It's a yep. fun show. When he took the NZT and his his double was there, and he's like, "Hey, welcome back, Ben." Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, so anyway. hard push, real quick. Yes, we were asked to uh, by by Ronnie to give a hard push for Supergirl. Yes. Yeah. Because he only watched. Twitter. Yeah, yeah. He'd only watched a little bit of the first episode, and he didn't manage to get through it. And so he was he was looking for us to hard push him on why to watch this show. Yes. And truthfully, I, I don't think I can do that. Nor can I. And it's not because I didn't like the show. I did. But I just it, – it, I wasn't very passionate about the show. Like Limitless, Flash, you know, those shows I could give you a good hard push on like we just did with Limitless. But with Supergirl, you really just got to watch it for yourself. And if you like it, great. Stay with it. Um, and if you don't, then – at least watch the Supergirl Flash crossover. Yes. Uh, Supergirl's energy is different. Uh, the theme of the show is different. Absolutely. It's, it's a much more lighthearted, 
fun, frolicky kind of thing. Uh, as such, it gets a bit goofy at times. Yep. There are more than a few cases where you're like, wait a minute. And then we also have several episodes of her learning her powers, learning how to deal with being Supergirl, having the identity, and then – so, I mean, you got to kind of sit through that. So it's it's almost like an origin story, but like an origin season. Right. Yeah. And there are definitely some good parts to it, uh, yeah. but there are also some bad parts. Yeah, can't really hard push it, but if you're interested in it, give it a try. It's yeah. not a bad show. It's just definitely I mean, not one that – I'd go out of my way to recommend. We obviously watch the entire season, and when it comes back next year, I'll, I'll continue to watch it. Well, it hasn't been renewed yet either. Fair enough. If it does get renewed, I'll continue to watch it. Um, but it's also just one of those shows where it's like, if I wasn't doing a podcast talking about TV shows that I watch, I maybe would let it build up for a little while before I got to watching it. Yep. As opposed to, you know, trying to get it in every week. Um but there's also some great moments in it, too. Like, the Flash crossover is phenomenal. Yes. Probably the best episode of the season. Um, but, yeah, it's it's good. Get, just try to give it give it some time. Yes. Just give it some time. So, uh, speaking about kind of being wishy-washy. Yes. A show that finished up this week that, depending on what the episode went that week, depends on if I liked it or not. <laughs> and that's, that's Lucifer. Aha. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm going to say it was a decent season finale. I agree. We got to see Lucifer kick some uh, some major butt and not get injured from getting shot and whatnot like that. And, right. And I'm wondering now that he's now he's died and, and come back, is he still vulnerable or weakened by Chloe's presence, or is that going to end? I think that he still is. I don't think that this was like a full resurrection. Um, yeah. I, I think that you know. I think we need to establish the boundaries of her, you know, kryptonite yeah. powers. Because they, they really haven't. No. At all. Like, it's, it's been really up close and personal the last couple of times. But then in this time period, she had run off into the warehouse somewhere to hide. You would assume 30, 40, 50 feet away at least. Right. Um, because the other guy has a gun. And then he shoots Lucifer and she's still around close enough, I guess, so that he dies. Yeah, Deeds dies. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't. I just, I'm kind of hoping now that he he was killed, went back to hell. Yep. God resurrected him. Yep. You know, because someone escaped hell. That's the big cliffhanger. So then he has to go hunt him, hunt uh, this person down. Uh, that's his new job now. So I'm I'm hoping that the vulnerability is gone, but. Seeing how we they never established as to why it existed to begin with, it probably won't be. Yeah, I'd give that about a ninety nine percent chance we have not seen the last of the vulnerability. Yeah. Um couple of little fun things in there. I loved seeing both Lucifer and Amenadiel on the couch talking to the therapist. Oh, that was hilarious. It was so hilarious. They they did the uh, brother joke a lot in this episode and I never got yes. tired of it. You know, no. we're brothers. I know we don't look like it, you know, or we don't act like it. Um it was really fun to see them play off each other instead of just being opposing forces. Although, yes. Although the brawl that they did was kind of lame after you get used to, like, Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Because the fighting wasn't as... Uh, yeah. I, Fren- I know Frenetic, yeah. Yeah, I guess, yeah. It was yeah. more... Well, but it was also just more two guys just beating the crap out of each other. And Detective mm-hmm. Douche 
was lost his moniker. He is no longer Detective Douche for now. No, no he's not anymore. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Now, Sorry. the way you were talking, were you trying to uh, keep things quiet, or did you not see the very, very end part where they talked about who broke out of hell? Oh, no, 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 no. I, I've just... I've seen the very end part. I realized okay. that Lucifer said mom broke out. Yeah, which yeah. I was talking to somebody else. I think it's probably going to be Lilith. Um, I can't imagine who else they would say was the mother of the angels. I don't know. Yeah, I, that makes the most sense, actually. Yeah, so that'll probably be the big thing next season. We'll see her on Earth doing yeah. her own thing. Lucifer is supposed to get her back down, but he's dealing with his own stuff right now. Maybe they have fun. Maybe they don't. That'll be interesting. Now, I don't, has Lucifer been renewed yet? I don't know that it has. I don't think it has either. Jeez, it's usually they, they've announced these things by now, or do they still wait till mid-May? No, no, no. They A lot of them, like with uh, CBS, Supergirl and Limitless were two of like three or four shows that hadn't been announced, and all the rest of theirs have been renewed. A lot of networks have renewed all their stuff, except for one or two here and there, that they haven't canceled, but they haven't said one way or the other. Well, I certainly hope they bring back Limitless and, and Supergirl. Yes. And you know what? Lucifer, I really enjoyed it. I know you weren't as big ah, a fan. It just but... depends on the episode, I guess. It's it's weird. It's a hit. The show's kind of hit or miss with me. But I'll just I'll continue to stick it out until yeah. I just can't take it anymore. I want to see a big crossover episode where they bring all of the Vertigo and DC comics together. You know, kind of like a Justice League kind of thing, except for you yes. get Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, Flash, Supergirl, uh, then bring in the iZombie, Jonah Hex, Constantine, Lucifer. Jeez, Chrome. That would be yeah. huge. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be huge. You can leave Gotham on the side. I'm, I'm all set with Gotham, not Yeah, well, Gotham doesn't, Gotham doesn't present itself that it, it could cross over. Right. Yeah, because it's still back in its early days. Yes. Yes, it is. So uh, Flash was good. Even with Barry being powerless, it was a good episode. It, it was okay. I'm not going to yeah. give it a good. I'm going to give it an okay. Like, I think this was one of the weaker ones for me personally. Well, yeah, because there's no Flash in it. It's, it's an episode of The Flash <laughs> that doesn't have The Flash. Right. So, yeah. I mean, it has Barry Allen, but he doesn't have powers. And unless that's the first episode and he gets him by the end, then, yeah. There's right. no flash in this episode. And just like with the Tar Pit episode, they took what could have been a very compelling victim, or villain rather, and they one-shotted him. Basically, they yeah. made him a chump. Yeah, they really did. I mean, to the point of killing this one off. Yeah, yeah, this guy's gone. Forever. Like, he's actually got a good storyline in the comics, and yeah. they relegated him on the show to one episode, and yep. like... It bothered me. Like, how did he know Wells was going to be driving along that road? He didn't have superpowers of GPS. Yeah, I questioned that one myself as well. And um, the, and usually they would explain it off like, oh, we happened to see him, you know, caught him, caught a glimpse of him by happenstance, or right, right, or just saw the Star Labs van and was like, I'm going to go mess up who's ever in it. <laughs> um, but yeah. I'm pretty sure that Flash will get his speed back next episode. We're getting near the uh, end of the season. I don't know. We've got four episodes left. Next episode yeah. is going to be the big, we're going to try to recreate the uh, um, particle accelerator explosion. They yep. get him strapped into like a uh, Frankenstein's monster kind of thing. They're going to lightning yep. bolt him. Uh, and then the episode after that is called The Runaway Dinosaur, and that's the one that Kevin Smith did. 
And then we've got the two-part season finale. Well, I okay, I saw on, on the Twitter, on Twitter, on the Instagram, yep. photos from that episode, and Barry's is in the Flash costume. Yes. Well, he was Kevin in the Flash Smith. costume this last episode, too. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I don't know. If they give him his power back by recreating the particle accelerator accident single on him, I'm going to be a little bit bummed as a fan. I think that's a bit of a cheap way to get out of it. I, I, I'm sorry. I thought the cheap way to take his speed was that he runs on a treadmill <laughs> and somehow drains speed out of him. With a tachyon sucking device under his All right. Uh, well, emblem. <laughs> okay. However, yeah. if they recreate the particle acceleration and vault it all into him, then that would be a way to get his powers back. So it kind of makes sense to me. I can see that. Um I don't see that disappointing. I see how they took his powers away as stupid. Oh, I do too. I'm not arguing but, that at all. But I see them if they if they if he gets them back the same way he got them to begin with. That that makes sense to me. Yeah, uh, I I guess it'll depend on uh, how they handle it. Like if it's just concentrating tachyons into him while lightning strikes him, etc. You know, as long as they've got the good science behind it, which I have to admit that show usually does a good job with the science. Well, okay, I, I just want to bring this up real quick. So Zoom's got his powers, yeah. but he's still blue. Yes. Shouldn't that have fixed him? I thought that the blue was a residual because of the Velocity 9 that he was using. It's possible that he should have been His trajectory you know, turned blue right when, before she disintegrated. Right before she disintegrated. Right. And that's how they determine, oh, Zoom is dying because he's got blue. He's got blue no, shirt. that's how they determined that he had taken the Velocity 9. And that's how they pieced together that it was J. Quote, unquote, J. Because they said anybody who takes the Velocity 9 ends up running and has blue entrails coming out of them. Uh, I See, I, I disagree. Um, maybe I'm wrong, but I pretty um, I took away from that. And nothing to do with the Velocity 9 had everything to do with the fact that she was dying, and she right before she disintegrated, she turned blue. And Barry was like, that's why Zoom wants my speed. He's dying. He needs it. Because she turned blue right before she disintegrated, and Zoom is blue. Right. I, didn't pick, I didn't pick up anything that had anything to do with the the but, Velocity 9. But being remember, that that's, how she, that's how she got her right, speed. But she he, but he, but see, he didn't use Velocity 9 to get his speed. He used Velocity 6. Right, right, right. So that's why he couldn't have used nine to, to, to turn blue like that. He's turning blue because he's dying, regardless of which velocity he's using. Hmm. Now I want to go back and watch it again. See, I'm going to have to as well. Yeah. Um. Aside from that, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was a little disappointed that the zoom flashbacks were basically the same scenes that we'd already seen. Yeah. I would like to see a little bit more. Yep, and uh, then they did kill off um, her the, doppelganger. I can't think Frost. of it. Killer Frost, thank you. Yeah, they killed off Killer Frost. Yeah. So. And, and they didn't really need to. I mean, I know she was going to try to kill Caitlyn because she's just evil, but yeah. it seemed like Zoom, she freed everybody. She let them all into Zoom's lair, freed everybody, and yep. held Zoom down with ice to let them all escape. And he was like, I'm just going to lock you up. Now she's like, I'm going to attack Caitlyn. He's like, no. Well, no, but he locked her up because she looks like Caitlyn. Right. And, and that's... now that he has the real Caitlyn, he doesn't need her. 
Oh, I, I hate to think of Hunter Zolomon as just like, I mean, I know he's a psychopath, but I hate to think of him as a little lovesick puppy like that, that takes away oh. some of his evilness. <laughs> I think it makes him a little bit more crazier. You think so? Oh, yeah, he kidnapped a girl. He kidnapped and held a girl because she looks like a girl that he's in love with. Nah, that's true. I could see that on a Criminal Minds episode. Yeah, and then now he, now that, exactly, now that he has the girl that he's in love with, he doesn't need the other one. Right. So, boom, ice chunk into, into the chest. <laughs> uh, Wally continues his uh, trend of being one of my least favorite characters next to Iris. Yep. This time he was the whiny little entitled brat. I want to meet Flash. I need to thank him for what he did for me. I got to meet him. Well, he doesn't want to meet right now. <sighs> yeah. Pout, Whatever pout. way. Yeah. And then later on when Ray puts it, thanks, Dad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, I like how he switches what he calls him based yeah. on his mood. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, you did something to make me happy. Thank you, Dad. Oh, yeah. uh, you, you, you upset me. Whatever, Ray. <laughs> um, this kid's supposed Joe. to be an adult. Joe, you mean? Yeah, that Ray, Joe. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I don't know why I'm saying Ray. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I kind of like it took the wind out of my sails when uh, Wells had the plan to find Jesse. You know, she blocks cell phone reception, whatever, because she's from the other earth. That's great. He's going to track her down. He, he travels, goes, blah, 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 finds her finally. And like, she basically says, screw off dad. And he's like, okay. And he leaves. Yeah. Yeah. Go away. Fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like what was he expecting? Yeah. If he did all that to get in there, he should have been ready with like a trank gun to drag her back. <laughs> but no and, and then they call her up because suddenly they know where she is and she's like oh I my think, god my dad's in trouble yeah well, I think they knew where she was all the time they just didn't tell Wells Wells is the only one that didn't know well that's a dick move on their part well but they know she's safe and you know how they, you know how these shows like they like to keep secrets from each other right right for their own benefit so uh, Arrow Arrow. Nice, little, nice little bait and switch there, opening up with Tommy Merlin's funeral. Yeah. Laurel Lance's funeral. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, but uh, I'll tell you what, there is absolutely no doubt that Laurel's character is dead. Yes. I definitely took that away from this. Yep. They let her die. Yes, definitely, because, you know, you had that little moment where Oliver was alo- alone in the hospital room with her. We're off camera when they're having their secret conversation. We don't know what they said to each other. So you still have that, that speculation that maybe he's helping her fake her death somehow. Right. But no, they definitely closed the door on that. And, Period. And I got to say, you know, we can get in the rest of the episode in a minute, but closing the door on that, having that funeral at the end and watching the actor that plays Captain Lance just lose his mind. Yes. I, I was practically applauding right there. Yeah. I mean, yep. he played the grieving father so well in this episode. Yep. I mean, I know why they had that other girl pretend to be Black Canary, so that way, you know, they could it would Bait force them us? to huh? <laughs> Bait and switch us? Well, it would kinda, yeah, but it would force them to force them to admit that Laurel Lance was the Black Canary. Right. So Which that was way touching. They, right. But right away I'm like, okay, so aren't they gonna figure out that who all her friends are that she hangs out with? Right. <laughs> you know, like I would I would think that that Oliver stating that his ex-girlfriend's a black canary would do more to hurt people who are looking in to see if he's a green arrow or not. Right. So, but we'll see what kind of aftermath we get from that. Yeah. Now, this was interesting too speaking of the funeral. Did you notice that 
we got that scene that we originally got back in the beginning of the season where yes. Oliver's at the grave and Barry yep. comes up. And then Oliver's like, I want to be left alone because he's a little pouty baby. Yeah. And Barry zoomed off. Yeah, I, I made a note of that too because I'm not sure when the timeline it falls. Yeah. But Barry's got his speed pack. So yeah. my assumption would be that it's after he's given up his speed and he's gotten it back now. And I know that the Because episodes... the reason why he was late getting there was because of Zoom. Right. And, and I know that the episodes have kind of gone a little bit, not really out of order, but, you know, we've had weeks where Flash was off, but Arrow was on. Yeah. So I bet if we looked at the timelines lining up, it would probably be closer along those lines. Yeah. To what we've got coming up here. Because he's obviously getting his speed back. There's no, yes. there's, there's no show without it. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, there's just, there's no show without it. It's not Game of Thrones. You put the lead character in parallel Game of Thrones, I'm thinking, this guy maybe is going to die. Right. <laughs> but on Flash, nothing's happening to Barry without, the, you know, as long as the show's still on the air. Well. Secondary characters, they're, all right, they're, yeah, who knows. See, for now, though, because, and again, I'm going to go deep into the comics here, but in the uh, Infinite Crisis, yeah. uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths, Barry Allen sacrificed himself to save the universe when, or the multiverse rather. And for the longest time after that, uh, Wally West was the flash, you know, he had been kid flash and then he was the flash. So when you bought a flash comic, it was Wally West. It was not Barry Allen. Right. So I get what you're saying. And I don't think they would ever do that because Grant Gustin's awesome. Right. But I wouldn't put it past them to shake it up with like a two or three episode where, Oh, somebody else is the flash now. Which would really mess with you. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it definitely would. It definitely would. I mean, they've had other speedsters on there before. Mm -hmm. But this would be a completely different uh, ballpark if they did something like that. Right. Aside from the the good flashbacks and the the good funeral, it was a pretty mediocre episode of Arrow, though. Oh, but we did get the flashback in this episode of Oliver going back to the island, apparently. Yeah. So I guess the assumption would be is that Oliver came back to Star City and Laurel was the only one that knew he was there. And then he went back to the island. Right. So he got off the island and then went back to it. And then he spent five years in isolation there and then decided it was time to come off. No, no. Uh, When when he came back, he had been, quote unquote, gone for five years. Oh, that's right, because it was Tommy's funeral, and Tommy died in season one, so right. he went back to the island for a shorter time, I guess. Right. I think that that was – I think he said that he was going back there to train a bit, to get tougher. Oh, okay. All right. Maybe that's my brain. All right. So and I he has – he obviously up. has access to the island because that's Correct. where he puts Slade Wilson. Exactly. Eventually. All right. I guess that makes sense. <clears throat> and – of course, it wouldn't be an episode without me having some kind of complaint with it, but I think this one was justified. I think this was a pretty big complaint. Mm-hmm. They made mention several times, at least two, possibly three times during this episode, about how uh, the Black Canary's voice modulator screech canary cry thing. I know how Cisco programmed it to only be to Laurel's voice, and yet somehow this girl reprogrammed it. Within 24 hours, reprogrammed yeah. it and enhanced yeah. it. She's using it at decibels Laurel never used. Yeah, I didn't like that either. I, I thought that was dumb, too. Yeah, it bothered me. Like, continuity-wise, that was a really big black mark for them. Yeah, it also bothered me where she got a very specific-looking leather outfit because yeah. they still had Laurel's costume 
Right. And this girl was shorter and thicker than Laurel, so it wouldn't have fit her anyways. Right. And yet she had an identical costume instantly. Yeah. And it felt like she was another throwaway character like the villain in Flash, although she showed up in the background at the funeral. So I don't know if they're planning on doing more with her. Well, we'll see, I reckon. Yeah. And there's still a few more episodes this season. There are. Yeah. So got a lot, so at least a couple of shows still got a lot more to go. Yep. yep. Um, while we're sticking with the pattern, let's just jump into Legends of Tomorrow, and I'm just going to start out by saying it. I was really into this episode. I really liked it. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great until the end, and then I literally was just like, bowl. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't want to start cursing up a storm, but I was not effing pleased with this episode. I I really like this episode too. I found myself saying the same thing. Wow, I'm really into this. You know, yeah, it wasn't awesome. it wasn't a phenomenal episode, but by Legends of Tomorrow standards, it was really good. Yeah, it was a I was really into it. It was a really good story, really good episode, lots of action, good character. I mean, it was just it was great. You know, like uh, Ray went giant. It was great. Yes. I I like how they did it. He gets it goes. Oh my god, I'm alive. Like <laughs> you know, right. like. It was. I, just, I really enjoyed the episode. I liked how they did it. Everyone played their parts really, really well. And then Carter pops up when <laughs> the helmet gets knocked off the bad guy. And all of a sudden, Kendra can't kill Vandal Savage because he's locked Carter's mind away. And if I kill him, then Carter will never be reincarnated again. And blah, 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 blah. Who cares? I just wanted to say that's the 2166 version of Carter. Exactly. Go back in time. Go back in time. Get uh, a different car. It just it really it really just pissed me off to be honest. Yes. Yes. I I hated it. I really hated it. Like it was just Yeah. Yeah, because it we was had, terrible. We had all these great fights. You know, we found out that Rip has actually done what we all asked in the beginning, which is he's gone, or not Ray, Rip, yeah, Rip. Rip has yeah. gone back to try to save his family, and he's done it multiple times. Like every time going back a few minutes more, a few minutes more, and every time they ended up dying. Yeah. So this guy's experienced tragedy on a monumental scale. Yep. Watching them die over and over and over again. That's why he was going back in time. That's why he was trying to, you know, stop all this from happening. We got to see showdowns galore. We got to see giant kaiju robot fights. Yes, yes. We got to meet Vandal's daughter, who very quickly swaps sides on her father. Yeah, that's the problem with evil, is that it doesn't really treat you... Yeah, you know, it, it doesn't make you want to be honorable. Right, right. That, that's the evil, I think sums that up. But then we had the really, 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 really crappy ending. Yeah. Yeah. And even reading the write-up for the next episode confirmed that Kendra is having a hard time dealing oh, with whether or whatever. not she can kill just... Vandal. I'm like, no. Now, I don't know that we talked about this last time, but I was reading up on it and they said that the next season, this is going to become its own show. They said that the they will no longer be hunting Vandal Savage one way or another. So they're, okay. so they're actually going to be free to do other things, yep. you know, travel through time, do other things. Um, they talked about having new members of the crew, yep. but they also, the, the writers were doing an interview, and they said one thing that made me just, it made the hair on the back of my neck stand up. They said, yeah, basically we're looking at by the end of season one, the team is in a good place and they really work well together. So we think that the best thing to do is that by the beginning of season two, they should... Uh, 
they should not be working well together. We should find a reason to mix it up so that they're not working well together. False. That is incorrect. Yeah, it's very incorrect. I don't think that that's the right thing to do at all. No, you want your team cohesively working together. Yes, that was the whole point. Right, yeah. So the only way I could think that they could do that legitimately is like have a bunch of members leave, a few members stay on, and new people come on. So now they've got to try to figure out how to work with these new people. You know, we're time yeah. travelers. We've been doing this for a while. You're just a young upstart. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess I just will wait and see where they do with it. This is another one of those shows where, you know, I, I really wanted to get behind it from the beginning. I was very excited about it, and I've kind of been disappointed here and there with some kind of weak sauce episodes. Yep. Um, but it's one I've stuck with. But I tell you, the end, like, I, it was like a real kick in the crotch the end of this episode. <laughs> it really was. Because, I mean, I get the first 50 minutes, let's just say, I know those were including the commercials. Right. But, you know, the first 50 minutes were so good. And then those last 10, you're just like, Bleh. Yeah. You can't see. I was just flipping my TV off. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I, so... I, I think that uh, the best line of the episode had to go to uh, Rory, you know, Heatwave, when she asked him, she's like, you risk dying for a bobble? And he's like, hey, it works with my outfit. It was just so <laughs> deadpan, so straight-faced, and coming from him. Like, I would have expected it from Snart, but from him, yeah, it's like, it works yeah. with my outfit. Yeah, no, that really was good. Loved it. But anywho, yeah. so uh, Blind Spot was good, and that's all I'm going to say about it. <laughs> The, nothing else just eh, it was pretty good I just I don't know it's again it's just I'm watching the show because I'm watching it I'm kind of seeing where it's going um, this week's episode was okay there Jane's the, the, the girl playing Jane the actress is just whining too much and I don't know if that's on purpose or what it is but like her facial expressions and the whininess of her voice it's starting to become like uh, a deterrent. I gotcha. I kind of picked up on that the first few episodes, but yeah. back then at least they could say that they had a reason for it. You know, yeah. she was still new to this. and Right. I mean, like this week's episode, it was an active shooter situation, which I'll be genuinely honest, I'm surprised they even did an episode like this because society's so butthurt over everything happening that like when you have an active shooter incident, either a school shooting, a work shooting, a mall shooting, whatever it is, um, then, you know, movies get delayed, episodes get canceled, on and on and on and on. So I'm just, I'm actually surprised they even did an active shooter episode. Interesting. Because it seems to, I mean, I don't know. Do you see what I'm saying with that? You know, oh, yeah. People, yeah. It's like uh, when Fox had that block a while back, a couple of years ago, where it was like four episodes in a row, yes. Family Guy, American Dad, yep. Cleveland Show, you know, they were all going to be dealing with a hurricane. Yep. And, and then, then Hurricane Katrina hit. Yes, and they were like, we're going to push this off for like six months. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just things like that. So I was actually even surprised they did an active shooter episode where they had these two guys going into this, uh, I think it was a college campus, and just, uh, I mean, they had a target in mind, but they were literally just shooting anyone and rigging the place with explosives. And so I was just, I was surprised they even did an episode like that. Just, But did a tattoo lead them to this? Um, a tattoo led them to the the eventual target. However, the active shooter incident was unrelated to the tattoo. That was happenstance. Okay. Yeah, essentially, some guy was sexually. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they some uh, college uh, coach was sexually abusing other kids, 
was sexual, or it might have even been a high school. I can't recall. Anyways, was sexually abusing kids, and um, the tattoo was leading them to that. However, uh, a couple kids that had been molested were like, no, we're going to go kill him now, and then a bunch of other people, and set explosives, and da-da-da-da, so... Uh, it was just the the active shooter section was a happenstance. Gotcha. But yeah, it was tattoo orientated. Nice. Yeah. And then there's more backstory with her because apparently I don't know if I've said this or not because when the when the series started she was found in a duffel bag in Times Square her memory was wiped and she was naked and covered with tattoos from head to toe. And what we've just, what we've learned along the way is that she did it to herself. She had herself covered with the tattoos. She had her memory wiped. She put herself in the situation, and she doesn't remember why. The people that know why won't tell her why because they say that she told her them not to. And so, so it's like earlier this season when Castle discovered the video that he made himself that said, "Yes, don't yes. look into this." Right, that type of scenario. Except like one of the, her handler, I guess, for the bad guys or the we don't even know if they're bad guys. Her handler for the that you, works for her apparently is her old boyfriend, and so like she's remembering feelings for him, and it's just it's getting really convoluted and I don't know, just eh, whatever. So you may not be picking it up when it comes back. Probably I don't know. I I really if it's, it's one it's it's. It's going to be one of those ones where it's going to be like, oh, if I have the time, maybe gotcha. I'll watch it. Yeah. But, I hear you. Yeah. Um, Shield? Shield. Shield was good. It was I, – I put down it was okay. It was not overly exciting. But they – and then my thought was like, um, did they really just end – Hydra and like a B backstory <laughs> that was given very little coverage. Yeah, I said the same thing. I'm like, yeah, it was just kind of like, odd. yeah, the radio in the background is like, blah, blah, we've cut the head off Hydra, da 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 da. And Coulson's like, great, we got to get Daisy back. Yeah, <laughs> the six random monitors that are showing like military yeah. strikes going on somewhere, and they're like, that's it, Hydra's done. Yeah, I was just like, that really? That seemed kind of okay. I can't even see Legends of Tomorrow pulling something like that. that yeah, really seemed exactly. Like a, almost like a middle finger. Yeah, but um, yeah. Otherwise, I just thought Shield was okay this week. See, I liked it. I I liked. Uh, you know, we got the action of bringing back the multiple woman there. Um, Hive is assembling his team. The Aussie guy down there in the trailer park finally got uh, Terra Genesis. I guess would be the correct word. So he got the Terragenesis crystals and, and uh, became what effectively seemed like Gambit. Yes. You know, he touched the cooler yes. and the other stuff, and they explode. And, yep. uh, so we had a nice showdown between him. He seems like a cool character. I hope they keep him around because he's got the wise-ass to him, you know, where he's trying to make up his own name. You know, Inferno, Firestarter, Burning Man? Uh, I would have taken that, but it was co-opted by those hippies out in the desert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we got to see Daisy go full on Vader. You know, she lifted yep. Fitz right up and held him against the wall and was choking him. I mean, <laughs> that was literally Vader-esque yeah, of her. It was a force choke, yeah, absolutely. Yep. I agree with that. But I don't like... It's stupid. For... She's been like this, the central character since the beginning of the season, really. You know, yes. Coulson. And, and having her, you know, being taken over by Hive is just 
blah. Yeah. I don't like the storyline. Uh, I'm also, myself, I'm a little bit put off by the idea that Coulson is this brutal. Like, the fact that he's like, yeah, Lincoln, I want you to come along. I need you. Now put on this vest filled with thermite, and I swear yeah. to God, if you yeah. look like you're even turning against us for a second, I'm going to have Bay pull the trigger. Yeah. May called him on it. She's like, look, I pull the trigger because you tell me to, not because I want to. Yeah. But yeah, he was a little bit much for that, I think. Yeah. Pretty intense this episode he was. Yeah. And But the whole time, though, all I'm thinking is, is this all going to relate to Civil War somehow? Like, is Civil War going to open up and they're going to basically say Hydra's been defeated? Right. You know, I wonder how... Because they really quickly defeated Hydra kind of in the back burner there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, very quickly. That really yeah. was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, if Hydra's even defeated, I guess. And don't forget, we finally got to see Fitz and Simmons get ready to do the nasty. I know. Bump. <laughs> wow. Wow. I gotta say though, I, I meant to bring it up last episode. I'm bringing it up this episode because I saw it again. We watch these shows with these superheroes, and they do these things over and over again. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lincoln. I don't know if it's because the actor really likes the character or because they've decided that they want to write him this way. Lincoln is coming up with some of the most creative uses of powers. Yes. Compared to everybody else. Like, yes, Daisy he just keeps putting her hand out and you see the beams and it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. But Lincoln's got, like, you know, manacles of lightning and he's, like, pulling stuff up and pushing stuff away. And he's really getting creative with his electricity. I like it. Yeah, he's mixing things up quite a bit. And, uh, yeah. I agree with you. I've and noticed that as well. When he had the blonde there, the one who can split herself into multiples, he had her in the chokehold, and like his face was turning all blue and electric. I kind of got giddy. Yep. Yep. But, yeah. Otherwise, not bad. Not bad TV. No. Uh, but Hive managed to find exactly who they were looking for. You know, the doctor who can supposedly defeat him and the artifact that can stop him. So he's making a nice little risk collection there. Yeah, and uh, it's weird, the actor playing Ward or Hive now, mm -hmm. how he's completely changed himself. Yes. His style of acting, you know, what he's done. And you just think about that character, the progression from the from when he, you know, debuted in the, in the first season till now, how it's changed from being like, you know, your superhero nice guy who you know is there for his friends and you root for and you cheer for him and he does great things and and you like you like him he's the all-american you know backs his friends up you know great guy and then all of a sudden oh no he'll kill everybody in sight right <laughs> and super duper ruthless and then just got progressively ruthless yes and 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 vicious and vile and then you know, Coulson kills him, and you're like, yeah, you're dead. F you, buddy. <laughs> and then, you know, oh, now he's back again. But this time, you know, he's Neo from The Matrix, kind of. I keep saying that, too. <laughs> that and, um, and yeah, and he's just plays such a, you know, like a... Because I know we've talked about, like, you know, um, Tom Cavanaugh, how he plays Harrison Wells the two different ways. Yes. And it's the same scenario here where this guy's played the same character, if you will, Three different ways now. Yep. Uh, and through the through this series, and somehow has managed to stay on the show, even though he's been turned, you know, good guy turned bad guy turned dead turned, you know, superhero, uh, supernatural, uh, super being, or whatever. So right. 
force o nature. Exactly. Good for him. You yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, good way to show that uh, range. <laughs> yeah, and it almost makes you think no matter what they do to him, he's still gonna somehow be on the show. Right. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Uh did you watch Supernatural this week? <laughs> I think you know the answer to that. <laughs> Well, it was a very good Monster of the Week episode. Okay. And they introduced two new hunters, and we got some backstory on them. And then by some miracle, at the end of the episode, they were both still alive. Really? Yes. That's odd. I know. They were both still alive somehow. Like, I don't know how they managed to do that, <laughs> but they did it. Interesting. Yep. That, that just seems out of place for this show. It really, truly does. <laughs> Every time they've introduced hunters in the past, they're like, yeah, yeah um, we're just going to let Dean and Sam be the only two hunters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But now, I mean, they even, in, in one of the two is very likable. And, but yeah, no, they, they, they were alive at the end of the show and went on their merry way. Huh. And it's just kind of like, well, look at that. But they even did so in a way where it doesn't make you feel like, oh, we're going to see them again. Oh, really? I was just yeah. going to ask that. Yeah, no, we definitely does not have that, oh, we're going to see these guys again feeling. It's not like Kim Rhodes' character, um, you know, the sheriff, who we've seen a few times come back here and there. No, I, I don't know if we'll ever see these two, two fellows again. Gotcha. Because essentially um, – one of the characters, his big thing was when he was a kid, the backstory is it's it's these beings that come back every 28 years to essentially mate. So like they can, cicadas? It's kind of, yeah. <laughs> so they can reproduce and then, like, um, keep their species thriving, I guess. And uh, his brother was taken when he was a kid. And so now he's, like, gone his whole life trying to find these creatures to, to destroy them all. And then he's come back, and of course they they win with the help of Sam and Dean. They, you know, they they end the the creature, and uh, so now he's just like, oh, it's almost like the ending of Montier. Uh, he's lived his whole life looking for revenge. Now that he has, now that he has, he doesn't know what to do. See, I was thinking Fox Mulder. Oh yeah, that's true too. <laughs> Um, but his buddy's just like, well, we've done it. Now let's go move to New Mexico and open that ranch we want to open. <laughs> And they were just like, okay. And I don't know if that was exactly what they were going to do, but it was definitely going to be raising horses. Gotcha. Because they're gay and together as a couple. Oh, okay. And so they were leaving. Like, So, like, Sam and Dean at first were going to, like, oh, we should definitely, you know, keep them around because we need help stopping more. And then afterwards, Dean's like, they found a way to get out of it. They need to just get out of it. So that's why it leaves you that feeling of we're not going to see them again. Right. Yeah. I thought for sure uh, one of them was getting killed. It really felt like it at one point, too. One I, I haven't even involved. seen the episode, and I was expecting both of them to get killed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so Supernatural was it was solid. It was a good, good solid creature, uh, uh, Monster of the Week episode. So, uh, Grimm. Did you watch Grimm? I did watch Grimm. So, I, I'm just going to say this. Um, I complain about stupid drama on all the other shows, and I don't want to deal with it. I don't know why. But when it comes to this show, I really just want Nick and Adeline and Kelly to go live happily ever after. <laughs> and uh, they're not going to do it. And the, 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 it's, I'm really getting annoyed and with, the, with these roadblocks that keep throwing up. 
I you really mean, am. You mean roadblocks like her just picking up the child and leaving and going away with a note that says, I'm leaving you? Well, but if you look, after he gets done reading it, the words go away the and they say... All disappeared, except I need to... I'm doing this to protect you, or I yes, need to protect I you. I need to protect you. Yes. So, and Nick has been very patient with her. It's a... It's a it's, it's a weird relationship. Yep. Where they've been very patient, and, and you know, and Adeline is being, like, it seems like, okay, Adeline gets something big on her shoulders. She keeps it to herself. She gets another big thing on her shoulders, so she tells Nick the first thing. Right. And then she gets another big thing, so she tells Nick the next thing. So, I mean, she is, she's telling him and being honest, and he's being receptive, and I don't know. I don't know. I just, I really want them to make it for some reason. <laughs> Considering I, how they started in the first season as I know, mortal enemies. I know, and, I know, but I really want them to make it for some reason because I really like the Adeline character this season for some reason, I guess. Maybe I do that's too. Why. And I think if they go the direction that I feel like they're going in and they try to give Eve back her humanity and make her kind of Juliet again and say, Nick, you should get back together with her, I don't think I could watch it anymore. Oh, no, no, that would just, no, I don't want to see that, but... I've noticed them giving Juliet back her Eve back her humanity, but she still calls Juliet another person. Yep, for now. So, exactly. So she is getting these kind of feelings back and everything, but like, she, it's almost like she understands they're not her feelings, right? They're Juliet's feelings, which yep. I realize are the same freaking person. <laughs> but she's still like, it's just making her be like, you know, I will do everything to protect your son, but. You need to go take care of this yourself. <laughs> right. <laughs> but she's not, you know, like, if they do the whole thing like you just said where she's like, oh, Nick, I love you and blah, 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 blah. blah. We've got to save Juliet's soul. No, yeah. you don't. Yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> Sorry. So they finally caught Wu yes. being a werewolf. Uh, and you knew they had to because the episode was entitled The Taming of the Wu. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I like the titles of these But, episodes. um, <laughs> So here's something of note. I don't know if, if you picked up on this yourself or, or not, but uh, um, Diana reminds me, the character, the little girl, the way she's acting, okay? Really reminds me of an old episode of The Twilight Zone that's called It's a Good Life. Oh, yes. And they did they did it in the original series. I think it was on in season three, I remember reading. Um, but when they did The Twilight Zone, the movie in the mid-'80s, they redid that episode into the movie as well. Yes, they did. And it's about a six-year-old boy named Anthony Fremont who has, like, these almost godlike mental powers, and he can read minds, and he can force people to do things. And he essentially just holds a, a big group of people hostage. But under the family. <laughs> yeah, well, if family and, like, neighbors or whatever. Yeah. But he holds them hostage under the field that he's going to send them to the cornfield. Which is, I, I don't know if that's where Stephen King got the children of the corn idea, but he's he's going to send them to the cornfield, I guess, where they essentially disappear or whatnot, or he does really horrible things to them, and it's basically like that's a little. It's it's a really scary thought if you think about it. A six year old, he gets ticked off at you, and he just turn you know make you into a jack in the box, or removes your eyes and your mouth. Yeah, because he's you know he's six. Ah, once again, kids are jerks. <laughs> so anyways, Diana reminds me of uh, that episode of The Twilight Zone. Yes, yeah, I, I can see that, especially when she was in that uh, warehouse and pitching a little fit and making the steel yep. fly off the walls. Yep. She wasn't getting her way, exactly. I already wanted to punch her in the face. Yeah, or then later on when she's the one that called 
um, Adeline pretending to be Sean Renard. Yep. Yeah. yeah. A little spoiled brat. Yeah. Like. And you would think because the whole point that the resistance took her away was to prevent this from happening, wasn't it? Yes. You know what I mean? Like that was the whole reason they took her away so they could raise her up to be good and not be a selfish little snot face. Right. And that's exactly what she is. Exactly. So the resistance really failed at their job, not only protecting her and keeping her <laughs> hidden away, but of not make, you know, letting her grow up to be a piece of shit, basically. <laughs> they didn't do a very good job of that at all. Nope, they failed in their mission. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, I mean, otherwise, it was a re- I thought it was a really good episode of Grimm. Yeah, yeah, it kept true to the formula. It, it did pretty well. I, just, I do really enjoy the characters on the show, so for the most part. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. So what TV shows did you watch this week that I didn't watch? Well, if that's all you got, I got to ask, what about Blacklist? I didn't, I haven't watched it yet this week. Ah, uh, it was a good episode. I won't go too yeah. far, but uh, keeping in the theme, I will say this, uh, keeping the theme of Arrow, they are letting her be dead. Yeah, well, so the last episode I watched was the one where he went to the uh, the coast and had the flashbacks and everything yep. or was seeing, you know, uh, her mom. Yeah. Um, and so with that episode, I was just thinking like, yeah, she's definitely dead. Yeah. In this one. And it's right in the very beginning. Uh, he goes to meet with her grandfather and yep. he's played beautifully by Brian Dennehy, who I thought was dead. Oh, sweet. I thought he was dead. <laughs> but, uh, otherwise it's a lot of dealing with the people who yep. mattered in her life and how they feel and how they're coping. So, well, geez, fair enough. Well, I yeah. look forward to watching it. Yeah, it was a good one. Uh, Big Bang this week. Did you watch that? I did not. No, no. It was uh, kind of touching, honestly. Like for the most part, the episode was pretty standard, but it was touching because they were uh, they were talking about how like uh, Penny wanted the group to go to this wine tasting that she had won, and yeah. uh, Bernadette can't go because she's pregnant. And Sheldon was right. talking about all the things she can't do when she's pregnant. So he was like, oh, we should hang out. And of course, oh, who wants to hang out with Sheldon? But he, uh, you know, the night was going badly, but he made a Dungeons and Dragons adventure just for her, where she got to role play a character who could do all the things she couldn't, you oh, know, like funny. beating up a giant squid monster and turning it into sushi that she could eat for power because she can't <laughs> eat sushi because she's pregnant. And, that's so, funny. That's yeah, kind of neat. It's it was a, Sheldon, a very Sheldon-esque thing to do. Yeah, yeah. And he told her, you know, if any time you feel bad, you can come back and play her again. Um, oh, that's funny. The Detour, I watched the next episode of that. The show continues to be hilarious. This time it opened on one of the grossest and most, like, in-your-face vomit scenes. Yeah. And that was great, watching so much was vomit, it, so it? all over the place. So it was better than the Family Guy vomit epitaph scene? Oh, that's tough, um, but it was right up there. It, it, was, <laughs> it was great. I just love Peter Krabs crying <laughs> by his ears and vomits on the back of his head. <laughs> and then the fact that they revisited that episode later on when they did the you know times moving backwards, yes, and they had to yes. suck the vomit back in. Yeah. <laughs> You know, honestly, I haven't watched much of Family Guy this season at all, but that show just still cracks me up when oh, I watch some of those older episodes. Um, do you watch Silicon Valley? Nope. Okay, I watched that. It came back uh, for the third season. I'm surprised it's gone the third season. It's a good show if you like techy, geeky stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely one of those shows where, like, the season will begin with things going right, and then it yep. ends on things going horribly wrong. Fantastic. So that then when it comes back, things are okay, and then they're horribly wrong. And it's just humorous. It's a fun little half-hour show for me. It's nothing that I, I wouldn't cry tomorrow if they uh, canceled it. Yeah. But, uh, so let's see, uh, Elementary. Oh, my God. Did you watch Elementary? No, I need to catch up on Elementary. <sighs> Uh, you really do because I want to talk about it. It was okay. a really good episode, and they've been getting better. Like progressively, the past few episodes have been building on each other and getting better yeah. and better. There's like one storyline running through all of them, and it's it's culminating right now. And I'm excited about the next one. I found myself sitting there during this episode saying, "I don't know how they could do this. The only way that they could do this is this, but they can't do that." And then at the end, they were like, "Could it be this?" And I'm like. They're really going to do it. <laughs> um, no, the only other TV show that I watched that I can think of that, were, that matters, I guess, is the wife and I watched uh, when, the When Calls the Heart, which I know you don't like it. That's fine. That's cool. Um, it was the New Year's Eve special, that the New Year's special that they did back in December because we have them all. I just we just haven't watched them yet. Um, but, no, oh, it's a show we watch together. It's, yep. it's decent enough. Was the New Year's Eve episode good? Yes, it was. It was a good. It's a good show. It's it's just very touching, family orientated. There's actually they talk about God a lot in this one. Yeah. Um. So as the dichotomy is hilarious because like lately, you know, the wife and I we watched like watching Game of Thrones or watching Limitless. You know, we like Hell on Wheels, and then we we like this show. So <laughs> it's like everything is kind of up there, risque, violent, or whatever. And then now this one's really like this is this is like more. Hallmark? Hall, yeah, it's the Hallmark channel, yeah, but it's more <laughs> perfect. It's, it's it's even like like less intense than Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> gotcha. You know, like it's it's wholesome. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Less intense yeah. than Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's very wholesome, family friendly, like T V G like Sesame seven. Street looks gangster compared to <laughs> sometimes, yeah. <laughs> But I still like the show for some reason. I don't right, know. That's fine. Um, I watched a really good movie this week, though. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. It's called Hush. I watched it on Netflix. It's about this this uh, deaf woman who is um, – she's an author, so she works out of her house. And a, uh, a serial killer is stalking her – not stalking her, but a serial killer – uh, essentially what happens is a serial killer comes and murders her neighbors and one of the neighbors runs to her house because they're best friends, which they established in the first few minutes of the episode of the episode of the movie. And he discovers that she's blind because the friend is pounding on the door, but she's back too and can't hear anything or whatever. Cause she's like cooking or getting some tea or something. And so when, once he realizes that she's deaf, he, it becomes a very intense, very tension filled, uh, psychological thriller type of movie. So wait, is she deaf or blind? Because you said he finds out that she's blind because he's pounding on the door and she's. I'm sorry, I said blind. I mean deaf. I apologize. Deaf. She's okay. just deaf. She can see. She can read lips. I was like, uh, wow, this woman has it all going wrong. No, no, no. Because she's an author, so she writes. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, it's just you know, it's it's actually. I mean, I was surprised. Like, I I had in my queue for quite a while, and I just nah nah nah. And then finally, I threw it on the other night, and I got sucked right into it. Nice. Yeah, very powerful psychological thriller, and uh, very well done. 
you know, considering, you know, it's, it's in one environment. It's her in this house. Gotcha. You know? Um, so yeah. And, And they do a good job of isolating her as far as her not being able to make contact with the outside world, if you will. I gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then because she doesn't talk, uh, it's mostly, you know, that quiet tension filled scenes that you have. Uh, like in horror movies where like, you know, the, the main character's walking along and then they do like a jump scare. Oh, uh, yep. Because they make the moods really quiet. Well, she's deaf. So the whole movie's really quiet. And so it just is some really good tension and really good. Uh, it was really well done. Cool. I can't think of uh, who's in it, actor actress wise. Like it's, oh, okay. it's so no one I really know. No, it's no one I really recognized. Gotcha. Um, but man, it was it was really good. I definitely highly recommend. If you like a horror flick, you need to check it out. Cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Did you watch any movies this week, sir? Um, no, no. I just stuck with shows. Um, okay. Fear the Walking Dead was actually good this week. Believe it or not. Yeah. Um, they, and it's because they weren't on the boat. They got onto an island where <laughs> the plane from the little mini series that they did, you know, Flight 462 or whatever. Yeah. They had those little episodes in between, like on the commercial breaks. That plane crashed on this island. And so they were looking for supplies and stuff. And of course, things go hilariously wrong. But we finally got to see them go all ape on the uh, zombies and killing them and stuff. And it got kind of brutal. Um, I, I liked it. I, it's still not my favorite. I still like the regular Walking Dead myself, but um, I also this week I gave up on two different shows. I cleared them off my season recordings and really I deleted them off my DVR. Yeah, what one of them two was, shows did you give up on? Uh, Hunters on Sci-Fi. I had only given that one like two episodes. I think I said on the first episode I was talking about it on here. Yeah, and it just wasn't that great. I wanted to like it because it's Julian McMahon and he's really cool, but yeah, yeah, it was a boring, drawn out, Ugh. terrible show. Like they don't tell you why the aliens are here. They they were touting it. They're like, yeah, we're not going to give you an origin story. We're just going to throw you right in the middle of it. Yeah. But but by doing that, they don't give any cut. Like even a, a voiceover to explain things would have been nice. But they just throw us in and we're not allowed to know. You know, it's it reminded me of uh, Alien Nation or V. You know, like, yeah. you see the guy cut his hand open and show that there's Jeez, something under his nation. chin. Yeah. I haven't yeah, thought that. of that show in forever. <laughs> With good reason. <laughs> but, yeah, Anyways, I just, like saying, I started watching the third episode, and I just gave up. I just canceled the whole thing, deleted it. Um, and the other one was Quantico. I had tried to stick through. I made it up to the mid-season when they finally cleared her name and seemed like everything was going to be fine. And then, but wait, there's another twist. And now there's somebody out there who's calling her on this phone and disguising their voice. And we're going to mix things up by adding more people to the class that could be the killer. And I I had like six episodes backlogged and there was another one coming on tonight. And I said, you know what? I just, I'm done with this. No, it's funny you say that. Um, We're watching Hulu and, and back when the show first came on, yep. it's on Hulu. And so like when you're watching it, like when your show's over, you get back to the menu and it shows like, Oh, other shows you might like on the bottom. And I can't remember what we were watching, but anyways, my wife just goes like, what is Quantico anyways? And I look at <laughs> it and I go, Quantico. <laughs> and so now that's our running gag or whatever. When it's nice. like, we shut it off and it pops up. She's like, Oh look, Quantico. We should check that out. <laughs> so yeah, that's awesome. no, we never have though. Um, the only other thing was I started watching or 
watching in the background two uh, little half-hour shows. One of them's Broad City. I don't know if you've ever heard of that one. I have heard of it. I think my sister-in-law is watching because it it's in my feed on my, yeah. my, on my uh, Hulu because we share it. Ah, yeah. Uh, and I had heard some good things about it. What's the other thing? Uh, the other one is Deadbeat. It's a Hulu original. Yep. I've been wa- I've been wanting to watch that, actually. Well, I'll tell you, I'm about six episodes in. Uh, yeah. It might be right up your alley. It's low budget. Yeah. Like, I know that by the third season, they've got Cal Penn on board, so I would assume. And plus, like, the first season's ten episodes. The next two are 13 each. So I assume yeah. that their budget got bigger. They did a little bit more. But it's very low budget. And uh, it's good but it's nothing like oh my god this is the best show ever yeah. it's kind of middle road like each episode ends and you're like that was satisfying okay um very interesting though uh cat daily plays a psychic she's kind of like the nemesis of tyler labine even though yep. he doesn't realize it her assistant is the child of danny devito and rhea perlman Huh. And I even called my sister in the other night and said, look at this. It looks like those programs where you take a computer program no and say, let's way. put these two parents in. It's unbelievable. Like, you see her, and you're just like, that is Rhea Perlman and Danny DeVito. Oh, that's funny. I'm going to have to watch that just for that. Yep. I think you'll see her in, like, the first episode right off. Maybe cool. even the second episode a little bit better. But it is an enjoyable show. It's nothing phenomenal, but I enjoy it. I, uh, I did watch a couple documentary features this week. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Uh, one first one I watched, it's a uh, both of them on Netflix. And it's called, uh, it's a PBS American Experience uh, documentary called The Amish Shunned. And uh, it's, it's a pretty interesting documentary about various people that have been shunned by the Amish church and therefore been excommunicated from the, from the, uh, from the church and henceforth the community. Oh, and how they've dealt with it, or what they did, or or whatever. And it's it's actually, I mean, it's it was something I kind of threw on for a background thing, and it, I did kind of get sucked into a little bit because it's just you know it's a culture that I don't know a lot about, uh, you know, like and um, so yeah, it was just it's just kind of interesting. So that's kind of neat checking out uh, another one I watched, which I actually really enjoyed a lot, also on Netflix, is called Orion. And it came out in 2015, and this is about a singer from the 70s who sounded exactly like Elvis, except he was never an Elvis impersonator um, because he, like, tried to get, like, a record contract while Elvis was already alive and still making records. And what ended up happening was, and I'll let you watch it to get the whole background story because I'm not going to go through it, but eventually through some uh, gimmicky thing where this woman who was writing a novel – about uh, Elvis, uh, about Elvis, um, a fictional version of like Elvis, where he went into hiding and created this new character called Orion, and essentially this guy just—that's you know—he what he did. He uh, he started putting on a mask and going out and just singing songs, and he became hugely popular in like the late '70s, early '80s, apparently, where he would go and sing, and he had a wonderful voice, and he sounded just like Elvis, but he sang his own stuff. And it's a pretty tragic story, too, as it gets near the end. Um, Like, they imply, and they have some evidence to imply that he may actually be, like, uh, Elvis's half-brother. That Elvis's dad, you know, he was, like, an illegitimate child of Elvis's father, Vernon Presley. Um, And they showed pictures of this guy who plays Orion and uh, Vernon, like, side by each, and they looked very similar and then like his natural singing voice 
pretty much a dead ringer for Elvis. Like it was, it was just a very interesting documentary. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's what it was. It was just, it was really good, and I, I liked it. But again, it's a pretty tragic story. I mean, he's dead now, um, and he he was murdered. Um, so yeah, worth checking out. Because cool. somehow this guy skated under the radar for me. I've never heard of him all these years, and and it seems like he kind of had a big enough name that I probably should have, or at least stumbled across it at some point during like a Wikipedia journey or whatever. Right. So yeah, so I watched those, and uh, I guess I did watch another show today. I watched uh, a couple classic cartoons with the kids. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, so Addison and I, I threw Animaniacs on, because the complete series is now on Netflix. Which is phenomenal. You know, honestly, I was very excited, and about halfway through that first episode, I was so flipping annoyed and aggravated. I'm like, how did I like this? Is it, I, don't <laughs> think, I think it's because I, I don't like the actual Warner Brothers and Dot. I liked Pinky and the Brain. I liked all the other side stories they had going along with it. But these actually, the, the Animaniacs themselves are really friggin' annoying. And I was just like, all right, Addison, you can watch whatever you want. And she's like, oh, I want to watch this. I'm like, all right, whatever. And I got up and left. Uh, and then later on, uh, Kanan's like, let's watch Transformers. And I was like, all right, well, let's see if they have any on Netflix or whatever. And then I remembered on my Roku box, I have a channel called um, – Hasbro something. Uh, it's a Hasbro channel. And they have all four seasons of Transformers Generation 1. They have every episode of G.I. Joe. They have um, they used to have He-Man on it and Gem, but it, I didn't see those today when I was looking. But they have like a bunch of different Transformers shows, a bunch of different G.I. Joe shows. So that was kind of interesting. And... Um, you do have to watch commercials. They have three commercials. In the 20-minute episode that we watched of Transformers tonight, there was three commercial breaks. That was like a minute, a two-minute one, and then a minute-and-a-half one. So it's kind of like watching it on regular TV. But still, we got to watch the original Transformers, and that was pretty awesome. So that one was not like the Animaniacs? It didn't... No, the Animaniacs up. definitely, apparently, maybe I'll give them a try again, but they didn't, they didn't hold up for me. But Transformers is still awesome. As well, it should be. Yes, yes. So yeah, yeah. You got any? Uh, you got any more TV to talk about? Uh, I did catch up on Archer. I was two episodes behind. Um, I haven't watched that this season. Great season. I should. I'm, I'm still really loving it. Uh, they had some really good, uh, really good humor in there. Uh, I was enjoying it. Unfortunately, it ended on part one of two, so I got to uh. wait till next week to get the second part. But Archer's one of those shows that I don't mind watching the first part and then waiting a week. Mm-hmm. Unlike most shows where I want to wait. Actually, come to think, the Limitless two-part finale? Yes. To, to me, really, those could have just been two standalone episodes. Yes. That wasn't the, oh, I watched the first one, now I have to watch the second one right away, or I'm going to wait. Like, you could watch the part one and then watch part two a week later, and it wouldn't, it wouldn't be bothersome. Right. Yeah, I agree with that statement. Yeah. Um. um Go ahead. I also went back and started rewatching season one of Rick and Morty from the beginning on Hulu. Oh, and yeah? that show still holds up. It is still so funny. And uh, the reason that I like it is because it makes you think. 
You know, it's definitely a thinking cartoon because it deals with quantum physics. It deals with alternate realities. Yep. Um, a lot of the jokes are based on that kind of stuff. But it's Dan Harmon, so of course it's right, awesome. Right. And Justin Roiland, who helped him write some of Community, and he's just awesome. And just the whole premise of the show is phenomenally fun. Uh, season two just ended a while ago and it ended on a big cliffhanger, a very sad note for everybody. So yeah. um, I've been reading up on some of the fan theories. One person posited this fan theory about alternate dimensions and um, which Rick is which. And as a result, it made me want to go back and rewatch the first season and I'm still loving it. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. One of those shows that no matter how many times I watch it, I still enjoy it. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know if that's Community or Scrubs or How I yep. Met Your Mother. Yeah. Um, couple of, well, I heard through the grapevine that they're actually working on doing, New Line Cinema is working on doing a Three's Company movie. That sounds terrible. I know, right? Um, but a trailer, uh, they had a, they released the new, um, or the final X-Men Apocalypse trailer. Did you watch that? I sure did. And, of course, we have the little cameo at the end from a yes. schnicky schnicky Wolverine. Although Brian Singer went on to clarify later on that that may actually be like at the end of the movie. Oh, really? Yeah, it may like that may be all we get to see of Wolverine in the movie. He's like, don't hold your breath. Yeah, but that could be a red herring as well. He could be trying to throw. Us Absolutely. Um, and then I, I don't know if we've talked about it. Maybe we have the new Jason Bourne movie. Yes, we have, and yes, okay. it's going to be awesome. But I did watch a, a trailer for just today or last night. I don't know. I work nights, so I watched it Yeah, at some point. And uh, it's called The Founder. Have you heard of this? Yes. Yes. I really want to see this. I it's really Ray- want to see that as well. It's the Ray Kroc story. Michael yes. Keaton plays Ray Kroc, and Ray Kroc is the uh, is the guy who famously, essentially from the trailer, it looks like, stole the McDonald's name and franchise it from the McDonald's brothers across the country. Yep. And he is the founder of McDonald's, essentially. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he looks like a big slime ball. He does look like a big old piece of crap. So that was uh, very interesting to me. So I'm really looking forward to watching that movie when it comes out this August. I am as well. Yeah. And it's um, Michael Keaton. And, yes. And yeah. the two McDonald brothers, I recognize them. One of them played uh, – I always go back to Drew Carey's crossing yes, brother. Yes, he played Drew – yeah, he played Drew Carey's brother, Steve. Yeah, and he was on that one episode of The Walking Dead that everybody hated because it interrupted the Glenn storyline. Yep. Uh, and then he actually played in the most recent season of American Horror Story Carnival they had. Okay. Not no, – I say the most recent season. The most recent season was The Hotel, so I guess last season. Um, they had the carnival one. He played the uh, killer clown. Oh. Yeah. So creepy. And then his brother, I can't think of who he is, uh, but I most saw him recently in the most recent season of Fargo. He was just, he was on that. Gotcha. So um, he wasn't a main character. He was kind of a, a secondary supporting character. But right. Fargo's... That's a great show. Like I enjoyed both seasons one and two, and the thing that's great about it is, it is it's almost like American Horror Story where they're standalone seasons. You don't have to watch one to watch the other. Yep. So like season one, and, and they do link. Like at the end of season two, you see how oh okay, so the seasons do link up together. But like I think season one takes place maybe like in the in the mid eighties, and season two takes place like in the early seventies, and. Uh, all up in the uh, you know that uh, Pacific, not Pacific Northwest, but up in the Dakota, 
area. So, um, yeah, I, I love both seasons of that show. So, uh, I saw a trailer this week called The Duel, and I don't know if you've seen this. I'm taking it by your silence, no. I'm trying to think if I have or not, but go ahead. It's uh, Woody Harrelson and Liam Hemsworth. Nope. And, again, it sounds like something that would be right up your alley. Um, Liam Hemsworth is a cowboy, and he's seeking out a man who killed his father when he was a young boy. And the man is Woody Harrelson, who has not aged since then. I want to watch this movie. <laughs> um, there's like one scene where Woody Harrelson's standing in the door of a cabin and there's a woman in there and she's like, he's like, you don't look well. And she's like, I'm fine. And he's like, no, you've got the fever. And the next thing you know, you see her and she's sick with the fever. And huh. it's got some supernatural premises to it. But yeah, Liam fought him as a boy, you know, to defend his father or whatever. And he was like, get out of here. And now he's come back looking for him. Mm. But he has otherworldly powers. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Well, I, I look. I have to look for that trailer and check that out. And I don't know if you saw it, but Oliver Stone's newest movie, Snowden. I have no interest in watching that. I'm very interested in the Edward Snowden story because it really impacted, you know, NSA security. It's one of the first things that's happened like this that really affects all of us uh, in recent years. But the movie pr- trailer, it looked very flashy. Um, you should watch it just to hear, uh, oh God. Okay. I'm losing my mind here. Um, play Tommy on third rock from the sun. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Thank you. I wanted to say Edward James almost. I knew it was a three word name. (laughs) You should watch the trailer just to hear Joseph Gordon-Levitt's, uh, Snowden voice. It's really creepy to hear a different voice. Oh, was he playing Snowden? Yes. Oh, see, I may watch it now. And it's an Oliver Stone movie, so you know it's going to be grand. And yeah, I like GJL, so I may I'm uh, JGL, so I may have to watch that now. And the other thing is that, as a lot of people have pointed out, it's a very sexy trailer. There seems to be a lot of sex happening in this movie. Um, don't know if that's really what happened with Mr. Snowden, but I am interested to see how he came to be the way he is now. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll probably check it out now. Yeah, at least check out the trailer. Check yeah, out his voice. I mean, it's yeah. weird. Cool. Fair enough. All right, well, that pretty much sums up everything I have. Uh, I would have to agree. That sums up everything I got. Cool. All right. Well, I guess until next week, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, yes. Thanks for the download. Yeah, we appreciate all of you out there who send us in your messages and your comments and your questions. Keep yeah, them up. Please don't hesitate to reach out. Again, on, on the Twitter, I am SuperstarML. And I am the Quantum Geek. That's G33K. And we have a, a Twitter handle for the show. Uh, feel free to drop a note over there if you want. It's uh, at uh, What Did You Watch? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. All right. Well, hey, thanks again. Thanks, and, everybody. Uh, until next week. We will talk to you later. Stay sexy, America. <laughs>